0: Blog Talk radio.
1: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Journey Home Outreach Ministries online radio show. This is our edition of Clarifying Your Life with Associate Pastor Kimberly Horvath. If you hold on for a second, I'll get her on the line for us. Uh, you know, I'm so excited to hear what the Lord has been talking about.
0: Hello, can you hear me? Don't know if you can hear me, but I can't hear anything.
1: Minister Horvath, are you still there?
0: I'm here. Hi. I want to talk Hi. to everyone in
1: the listening audience. We had a little technical difficulties, but God got us right back on track in divine order. You're listening to the <laughs> Journey Home Outreach Ministry online radio show, and this is the edition of Clarify Your Life with Associate Pastor Kimberly Horvath. How are you?
0: I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? You all right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm fine now. Yes.
0: I know you were having a moment. Sweating a little.
1: Yes, having a moment. I'm like, oh, oh my. Oh, my. This is what happens but, you know.
0: when you're in Internet ministry. you got to deal with technology, yes.
1: right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, so when you're ready to start talking about Jesus, you know, well, here we oh, go. Oh, no,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take you All right. through. I have She'll been take been the technology y- through. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, exactly. I have been... Just waiting for this show. You you came out with <laughs> such a bang last show, um, and and I've been waiting for this this it, I, for some reason. I think it's a two parter, and I'm not sure about that, but I know whatever God has blessed you to tell us today, it will truly bless our lives. So you have the full <laughs> pastor. Well, thank you,
0: thank you, thank you so much. You know, I also was. Um, waiting to see what God would do with this next show because um, you know just just as uh, all of you hear the show I get to feel it you know and, and please understand mm-hmm. that when I'm delivering that message it's for me as much as it is for everyone else and you know I get the opportunity to get the message first and then when I deliver mm-hmm. it you know there's always a little bit more that he adds or something that he changes um, mm-hmm. but I I feel it within my spirit and so you know I felt God begin to talk with me um, maybe about a week and a half, a little bit about some things, and I was like, oh, boy, he's really brewing something up here. And when I say, <laughs> "Yeah, you you are correct when you say that it's a part two. Um, it is a part two because it is all about um, making progress. So um, if, if you all are ready, I'm going to go ahead and move forward since we yes.
1: um,
0: are a little bit uh, shorter on our time. And, you know, what's funny is that I was saying to God, you know, this isn't really, you're not really giving me as much as you normally do, and now I know why. <laughs> he knew.
1: <laughs> he knew. Okay, that is a great knew. story.
0: I just that is love, a great story. Love, like, when you roll with God, you you are yeah. never going to be messed up, you know. And, and no, if anything no. is the theme for what I have to say today, that is really it. You know, so wow. let's, let's go first to our main verse of scripture that I want to come from. Um, that really okay. is the overarching theme of what I'm talking about today. Uh, truthfully, I wrote it down. I don't even know what version it is, but um, it's Second Corinthians 3 and 18. Uh, so for okay. those of you who know that you need to have a verse of Scripture, um, this is the verse of Scripture, and it says, But we all with unveiled face <clears throat> behold as... Wait. <laughs> I can't read my home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're right. okay. okay, we're going to Wait, get ourselves oh, together now. I'm, <laughs>
0: just, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Hold on. Because it'll be better for me to read it. And then I could actually read it from the King James. And I want to read it from also the other version of the Bible. So, uh, okay. Because, you know, reading from multiple versions of the Bible is just important um, for a clearer mm-hmm. understanding. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I... I use the King James because it is what most churches use, uh, but then I do definitely go to other versions of the Bible for a, a clearer um, understanding. And so I'm going to mm-hmm. read first from the King James. And okay. as I said, <clears throat> it is 2 Corinthians. That is in the New Testament. For those of you who are um, not using an electronic Bible, oh my goodness, the enemy is really trying to mess with me because my yeah. iPad, I do not want to work. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Even
1: the iPad doesn't work. Get, yeah, and I'm like, the Bible, I'm like, okay, okay that's First Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2
0: Corinthians 3, and the verse is 18. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of God are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And I'm going to read this in the... Amplified version, because I just like the way that adds clarity um, when you really need to understand something. Um, And again, that verse 18 is saying, And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God, in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in Mm ever-increasing splendor. And from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. what we're talking uh, about um today is really what we're what we say when we talk about um you know working out your our salvation, okay yeah. last month, when I talked, you know it was all about let's go, let's move forward let's let's just go this month, the mm-hmm. topic is. How to have progress. How do we do it? Uh, you know, we've we, you know, we've gone through uh, many different things, and I talk about a lot of different things, but I'm going to give you five specific things that will move you forward, not just a little bit, but very quickly. How to have progress. Now, I, I use this verse of Scripture as the main verse of Scripture because this is the point. This is the reason why we want to do this because we want to be transformed into the image of God, all right? Uh-huh. This this right. is what the, the change is all about. The change is all about us being able to transition so that we might be able to draw people with the anointing of God mm-hmm. into relationship with him from wherever it is that they sit. So whether they are saved, whether they are not saved, whether they've been with God for all their life, you know or or just meeting him for the first time there's always more progress to be made and we want yes. to draw people in with the anointing of God to continue to encourage them into relationship with him so that they might mm-hmm. also be those that draw people into relationship with God amen yep, it's about amen. the change and having progress and and in mm-hmm. order to you know I want to talk about this i mean and i say for a hot moment about this whole thing about salvation. And, you know, people (laughs) talk about salvation and they don't necessarily always have clarity because there are a lot of different streams of thought about salvation. So please understand that when we're talking about salvation, you can be talking about a couple of things. It's all about being saved, but there's a Mm two-step process to that. There is accepting Christ, all right? When you accept Christ, Mm -hmm. you are automatically saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. You are transformed yeah. literally from going into hell to going to heaven. All right, mm-hmm. and that's just from accepting Christ as Savior. All right, then there is the process of working out that salvation, what it is, and working mm-hmm. it out. Working out your salvation means how do you transform yourself from the way and the person you are living and the person that you are into living more according to the image of Christ that is working out your salvation. That has nothing to do with whether or not you're going to go to hell. You go to hell for not accepting Christ. All right? Mm -hmm. If you don't walk in transforming into the image of Christ, then you will not walk in the kingdom of heaven while you're on earth. Mm. I just want people to know and understand that. And you want to walk in the kingdom of heaven while you're on earth.
1: Absolutely. We were
0: meant to walk in it. Our, mm-hmm. We were meant to walk of it. Even, even your difficulties become easy when you are walking the kingdom of heaven on earth.
1: hmm
0: Okay? <laughs> so you Absolutely. want this process. All right? Now, here is the thing you have to understand. Accepting Christ as Savior and not walking... Uh, the kingdom, you know, walking in the kingdom and transforming yourself, I I say this, you will go to heaven even if you don't do, even if you don't learn how to walk the kingdom, live in the kingdom here very well. Not many people learn how to walk in Christ very well. Okay? No. Yeah.
1: All right. They they, they really don't. Many people struggle.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Many Many of you struggle. And, and and people struggle for many different reasons. It has nothing to do with whether or not they truly believe. We, we have many people that really believe in Christ as Savior, many people who really love the Lord, but they are just struggling with their walk for many different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to right. talk to you about how to have true progress. I don't care who you are. I don't care from where you come from. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what has been against you or what has been for you. I don't care how strong you've been walking or how weak you've been crawling. If you want to have continued progress, if you follow even one of these, any of these steps, it will happen. It has to happen. Amen?
1: Amen. And That's they're so. not
0: in any particular order. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off with the concept of being grateful, okay? Just mm-hmm. being grateful. You know, uh, say about a month ago, I made the decision um, that I really just wanted to have very strong, pivotal change in my life. You know, I just thought about something. Um, I was, I think I was telling you earlier um, in one of our conversations that, April is typically my breakthrough month. A lot of great things happen for me in my life in the month of April. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's because I go through the month of January um, saying, yeah, I'm not doing that resolution thing, but I am going to be very serious and mindful about my walk. And I'm going to be Mm -hmm. very serious and mindful about what God is calling me to do. And therefore, in April, I see a lot of the fruit, of my labor, that's really what yeah. it is okay right. and is and i and I see it consistently in April. I see it because and then I, you know it happens in April and it carries itself through the rest of the year, okay
1: <laughs> being oh. grateful
0: is one of those things and yeah. i I repeatedly go back to uh, the things that work because it makes sense. Right? So when sometimes Mm -hmm. when I find myself getting into a rut, you know, some people, they find themselves getting into a rut, and so they'll fast or they will give or they'll do one of the other tenets of the faith that they believe in in order to kind of break the hold that something has on them. Nothing, um, very few things work for me as well as just getting into a place of gratefulness. And so what happens is that, you know, you wake, I wake up in the morning and my intention is to be grateful. My intention is, you know what, Father, I just right now, I just opened my eyes and I just want to thank you for this day. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I just mm-hmm. want to thank you that I didn't get any terrible phone calls in the middle of the night telling me that anything went wrong. I want to thank you that you are listening mm-hmm. to me and I'm on your mind. I'm one of your favorites. I want to thank you, Lord God, because I have another opportunity to exist with you today and get it right. You know, I just move right into that direction first thing in the morning, being grateful. And when I do that, what happens is that it stops the enemy from having an opportunity to bombard my mind with all the things that are wrong.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it really does.
0: Because we all all have things that are wrong. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? We all have things that are wrong. uh,
1: Especially if you're a believer, we all have things Mm -hmm. that are wrong. You know, one of the things that came to mind when you you were talking, uh, for me, is, you know, the grateful part is even the structure of how we are supposed to pray. We're supposed to start out with gratefulness, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. going through that lesson. And, you know, you get to you at the end, but you have so much to be grateful for. That, yes. you know, that is the structure of prayer that he says you start out with thanking your Heavenly Father for all that he's done and doing and going to do. Yes. And you and you thank your Lord and Savior. So anyway, I just want to throw that in for people who, when you're praying, that's what you start with, is this gratefulness.
0: Yes. And, I mean, the Bible tells us that we are supposed to give thanks in every situation and all all of our circumstances, you know. Because mm-hmm. the truth is mm-hmm. that God is with us in every, in all things. And so, you know, if you know that and you believe that to be true, then you have to understand, you know, that as a Christian, that you can't do anything except have success. So that, you know, if you're going through something, then the point is that he's trying to get you through it. And he's not doing it for him. He's doing it for you. He wants you to recognize Mm -hmm. how mighty you are. He wants you to recognize how strong you are. You know, a couple of years ago, I learned to to say this thing to God. Father teach me how to operate in the level that I'm in right now. You know, many people are always trying to get to the next place, get to the next place. And what happens is that you can get to the next place and not fully take control of the level that you're in right now. And if there's anything that I have learned about the next place, you know how they say new level, new devil? I say, yeah, new Mm -hmm. level, new devil, Mm -hmm. and also new rules. And so I need to make sure that I have mastered where I am so that when I get to where I'm going, I'm not a few steps behind. And so I Mm -hmm. often say to God, teach me how to operate in the level that I am in. And I find out that he will remind me of certain things and certain concepts that I've learned. um, and, And he'll say, Kim, you have to remember to do this. Kim, I want you to do that. And I start understanding how to operate in certain ways when I'm going through certain things. Gratefulness is major And I start out in the morning With just being grateful If you have ever been sick And not able to breathe on your own Then when you wake up in the morning And you're able to take a breath You know what it's like to say Father I thank you That I'm able to have Mm -hmm. breath If you've ever Mm -hmm. not been able To get out of bed on your own And you're able to do that This particular day You know how grateful you are To say Father I'm glad I'm so grateful that I can get out of bed on my own. If you've ever yes. not had food in your house then you, and you go downstairs or wherever you're going to get into your kitchen and there's food for you to eat and maybe even some options, you know you can be grateful and say, Father, I thank you for the food and yes. the choices that I have for my supply today. I'm talking about just being grateful for what we tend to think, in, you know, are just the ordinary little things. But, mm-hmm. you know, those ordinary little things that give us comfort, if we didn't have those things, it can be a very miserable day.
1: <laughs> yes, it would be. So
0: I have learned to thank him for warmth and learned to thank him for clothing. You know, and when I look out my window and I, I see, you know, the squirrels running around and I get to hear and see the neighbor's children um, playing in the backyard, I'm grateful. I really am grateful. I, I, I enjoy watching the kids next door play in their in their yard. I really do. You know, I mm-hmm. enjoy seeing the squirrels run around and do what they do. I enjoy it. And so I'm grateful. And when you have an attitude of gratefulness, you know, you get more of what of what you have going on. Okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. learn how to be grateful. All right? As I started doing that a month ago, what I noticed is that there started being um more things happening in my life that allowed me to experience more joy. Uh I started looking at certain things a little bit differently and my joy wasn't disrupted the way it had been mm-hmm. by the by certain things that are going on in my life. You know, it's like you can have things going on in your life but yet you still maintain that joy, and that's what God wants for us, for us to maintain that joy. Joy moves you, you know, all of these things have what I call relatives and cousins and stuff, right? And
1: Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. joy has relatives (laughs) and cousins
0: called praise and worship and thankfulness. Mm -hmm. you know, it has Amen. all those Amen. things that God wants us to have, and it brings us into closer relationship with him. And so what happens is that as you begin to pray, to move into gratefulness and joy, and then you move into praise, what happens is God kind of just picks you up and holds you close, and he just adores mm-hmm. you, and you move mm-hmm. into a place of worship. Yeah. And once you yeah. get there, let me tell you something. There is nothing And and, and in your mind, you will be convinced that there is nothing that the Lord won't do for you. And when you take that thought with you into your day, there is nothing that can defeat you. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? See, the enemy is really held hostage. The reason why he's able to even move in our lives is because we forget that he's held hostage. Mm -hmm. We forget it. And so we we give him the opportunity to flow freely, all right? And Mm. the truth is that sometimes it's not even that he's flowing freely, but we're just allowing the negative things of life to flow freely. So you have an option in the morning when you wake up. You can wake up and and just thank God and and be be prayerful about it and just say, you know, God, whatever is facing me today, I know you're going to bring me through it. I know that you're going to stop a lot of the things that are going to try to come my way and harm me today. So I'm thanking you and praising you right now. Or you can say, oh, boy, here's another day. I know stuff always happens to people. What's going to happen to me today?
1: Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. the
0: choice. You have the choice. And so you have to decide what it's going to be. See, here's the thing, is that in order for us to move forward, you know, God says, let's go, let's move forward. You know, along with that comes the energy and all the other stuff that you need to move forward, okay? You have to decide to do it, though. God is not just going to drag you kicking and screaming. He's not going to drag you while you're just being complacent. You know, no, you have to move yourself in this. And as you move yourself, you will get caught up in the wind of what he's doing. That's Mm -hmm. how this works. Amen? Amen. Yes. Okay. So Mm -hmm. the second thing that I want to talk about is to be mindful of your gates. And I'm talking about being mindful of your ear gate, your mouth gate, (laughs) your thought processes. (laughs) You know, be mindful of that. Here, here's the yes. thing that you have to remember, okay? Emotions do not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. They really don't. Right. They just are. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you watch scary movies all the time or fear based things on television all the time, that fear that you feel does not know that is that what you're watching is not real. Okay? Right. And I I am, look, I love detective shows. Oh, my gosh.
1: Mm-hmm. I love Me Criminal too. Minds.
0: I love um, Law and Order. Like, I love all that stuff. The old ones, Columbo, I, Monk, I love them all. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But they all have an element of fear and frustration and hurt and things that are not, anxiety. It, they have that. So if I'm going to watch that, I have to make sure that I balance it out. I can't watch mm-hmm. it every day. I really can't right. because I, I will notice that there will come a point where it will upset my spirit. So so I can't mm-hmm. do that. All right? However,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: same is mm-hmm. true when I watch things that I think are hysterically funny. And I love to watch impractical jokers. I think that they are just hysterical and I think they're right. very funny. <laughs> but, again, my emotions do not know the difference between what's on television and what's really joy happening in my life. So, you know, you see what I'm saying? So if I want to have more joy, I bring more joy. And if I want to have more fear, I bring more fear. This Mm -hmm. is the reason why, Mm -hmm. you know, um, people say, you know, that what is in your mind is what you bring about. Well, God says that that's true, too. Because what's on your mind is what you're going to speak about, is what you're going to focus on, and you will manifest it in your life. I want to tell you a story. I've I've told this before. I may have even told this before on the show about someone that I knew that worked for um, an insurance company. Um, And it was, uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's a supplemental insurance for for employees, um, like an Affleck type of thing. And so it it really just helped people to guard against accidents occurring. Okay? Very good thing to do. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. The challenge with it is that this person that was involved with this company had a mindset that said, bad things happen, you got to be prepared because bad things
1: happen.
0: Okay? And so they walked around with the mindset of bad things happen all the time. And I have to tell you, unfortunately, this person, very nice person, bad things happen to them all the time. They were always Mm -hmm. in accidents. I mean, the, the weirdest things. They're always in accidents, you know. But he Thankfully, called it nothing in. ever life-threatening, but they were annoyed. Right. The, the Accidents mm-hmm. that took them out of work, accidents that damaged mm-hmm. their car, accidents that caused yeah. them to have frustration, you know, just enough to keep them annoyed. You know, if mm-hmm. there was something that was going to go wrong, it happened with this person all the time. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's a matter of how you keep your focus. Again, there was nothing wrong with the job. You know, it's not a bad thing. It wasn't an evil thing. People need insurance. But when you adapt a right. mindset of, you know, you have to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to get this to protect so that if anything should ever happen, I'm covered. And leave it at that and move forward.
1: Right. Right.
0: Move forward. That's, okay? That's and say, life. you know what, I'm doing this because God has made me to be smart. And I'm protecting mm-hmm. my family and I'm protecting myself. But, in, but when it comes to that, I'm going to trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because he's got mm-hmm. me. He's ultimately got me covered. While I might have right. that that may not cover me for all the amount of money that I need. You know, while I might have that, God is going to look out for me and make sure that I don't have these accidents. God is going to look Mm -hmm. out for me, and he's going to continue to bless me because that's what he does. You know, you have to keep your mind focused on the other.
1: Amen? Amen. Yes.
0: Okay? So emotions do not Mm -hmm. know the difference between what is real and what is not real. Okay? Watch what Mm -hmm. you're watching on television. Watch what you're reading. There are a lot of people who enjoy reading. Watch what you're reading. Mm. You know, I was one of those um, people that as a young person, I mean, I always loved reading. But if I was going to read a scary book, honest to goodness, I had to read it within 24 hours. Like I had to read the whole thing at one time. Because <laughs> that I could not live in a space of suspense and not know what's going on. I had to know. Okay. And I, okay. even to this day, am famous for reading the last, chapter not the last chapter but the last like page or two of a book a lot of you will say well that's a spoiler but that's because i started off reading detective stories and things like that and i just needed to know that last paragraph because i needed to know (laughs) that it was all going to be okay
1: you know what i'm saying you know
0: um, i got to a point where i no longer read scary books at all I stopped completely watching scary movies at at all. I don't watch those movies. Why? Because that stuff is real. Uh, It's a real emotion, a real feeling, a real sensation that I can bring Mm -hmm. right into my house, and I refuse to have it. So watch what you're reading and watch the effect that it has on your life, okay? Mm
1: -hmm. Also, watch how Mm -hmm. you fill
0: your idle time, all right? Yeah. What are you doing with it? You, know, with you the, know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have idle time, but what are you doing with it? What are you thinking well, it, when you don't have something that you're deliberately thinking about? Are you right, thinking about how right. bad things are, or are you thinking about how good things are? Are you thinking about how you know, sick you are? good right.
1: Or are you thinking about? I, I was just saying, you know, the idle mind is actually a devil's playground. Because yes. you're not focusing yourself on one particular thing, so he's allowed to come in and just wreak havoc in your mind. Yes, you know yes. when it's idle. Um, yes, and so we have to keep ourselves purposely doing things that uh, mm-hmm. that elevate our mind and elevate our spirit. We do, you know? we do,
0: yes. we do, you know. we absolutely do. We have yeah, something to do. Yeah. i I remember I to... um, driving one day, and I and I believe I shared this as well. That you know, um, I was just just not happy, and God said, yeah. "What calms the savage beast?" And I said, "Music," and He says, "Yeah, turn mm-hmm. some on." <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love
1: those conversations, don't you? You know.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: You know, but that brings me to music. Yeah, yeah. Say that again? I was running around trying to get the show on, and and, and he said, use your phone. And I said, oh. Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. But you see how important it is, though, to be able to hear the voice of God and to be able to recognize that it's him? Because he gives mm-hmm. you answers all throughout your day. And we might think, okay, well, that's an answer for a small thing. But you know what? That answer to that small thing is a very big thing. Because had you not heard him, we wouldn't have a show on right now. Had I not no, heard him about music calming the savage beast, I would have been a monster that day. I would have been sad, mm-hmm. frustrated, angry, upset. And everyone that around me would have sensed, that those emotions in me, even when I didn't want them to, okay? Exactly. So it's important mm-hmm. to hear the voice of God and know it for yourself. So when it comes to your music, what are you listening to? What does your music say to you? Now listen, I'm not going to tell you that you need to listen to gospel music all the time. I would be the first no, to tell you that there is no. a such thing as gospel t- music and gospel TV, Christian TV overload. Why do I say that? Because sometimes you need to just be quiet and hear the voice of God for yourself. You don't need yes. to be preached to 24 hours a day. You need to know mm-hmm. that you know God for yourself. You need to be able to trust in that. But what is your music it, getting, you know, emotionally preparing you for?
1: Preparing you, you know, for. That, is your that, music yeah. inciting
0: a riot in your mind? Is your music Mm -hmm. causing you to be at peace? You know, secular Mm -hmm. music is not all bad. There are going to be a lot of Christian people that are going to tell you that you can't listen to secular music. That is not true. Secular music Uh, is not all bad.
1: Mm -mm. Okay. Okay? There are love love songs, and love is not bad. You know, they are different
0: categories.
1: It's It's like, well, love is, you know, that's one thing. Love is God. So, light not. Anyway. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so if your music if your music or if what you're watching on television, what you're reading, if the things that you are involved with are taking you away from God, then you know it's not something that you should be doing. Here's the other right. thing you have to keep in mind. Different people have different vices. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what takes you away from God is not the same thing that takes someone else away from God. So stop being judgmental and stop being the Mm -hmm. author of you need to do this and you need to do that. If God didn't Mm -hmm. tell you to tell this person that this is what they need to do to help them, leave it alone because your vice may not be their vice. And so for you, God might have to strip you completely from something either permanently or for a season in order to stop right. that grip that it has on you, that stronghold uh-huh. that it has. Whereas someone else may not have that stronghold at all. Someone else has a right. different stronghold. So yes. don't be so quick to give to quick to give someone a prescription for what is wrong for them. This is no, the reason why when, no when I'm teaching I tell Mm -hmm. people, you know, hey, these things are not in any order. Just take one or two that hits you and start putting Mm -hmm. that into your life and watch what God happens, Mm -hmm. watch what God does, okay? Now, the other thing about gates, number three about gates, is literally staying away from certain gates, from certain gated areas, Okay. What when I when I was writing this I immediately thought about um the very, very, very old film, Lost in Space. And the robot <laughs> whenever they were um faced with some danger he would say, Danger, Will Robinson, danger, danger, yeah. warning, warning. I immediately <laughs> warning, thought right. about that, okay? Um, uh, because there are some areas, some things that um, you know, again might be strongholds for you or for me or for someone that are not strongholds for others. But we need to stay away from them. Yesterday in yeah. church, um, I was in, we were in prayer, and a woman came over, and she was praying for me, and we were talking about this. My pastor was teaching about um, the gates of hell being locked up and how we need to recognize that because the gates of hell are locked up, we are free. But we are choosing yeah. to go and associate with certain gates. And she said to yeah. him, the Lord is saying, stay away from the gate of depression. I was so grateful to hear that for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, I know that in my life I have struggled with depression. I know that um, early in my life I had um, severe depression, chronic depression, suicidal tendencies, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And I Mm -hmm. also understand now, um, being 20 years or so removed from that, that I struggle with that depression. But you know what? I immediately had to say, okay, what causes me to go near that gate? Anger, frustration, being stuck, Mm -hmm. not having answers, Mm -hmm. depending on other people Mm -hmm. to do things and accomplish things for me, those fear, Mm -hmm. those things lead me to the gates of depression. So I now know I need to stay away from those things so I don't travel down those roads. Okay? Those are my triggers. So the question that I have for you, all of you who are listening, what gates are you hanging around? See, here's the thing. You know, we can be freed from things, but the reason why people get entangled and bound by them again is because they are suffering um, because they're moving back into what they knew before. You see, there's a song, um, it's an old song that says, I can't turn back now and I've come too far from where I started from.
1: Right, right, right.
0: A lot of times it takes a while before people get there. And so what happens is that people fall back into what they know. And it's very easy. It's a very subtle thing. You just start doing what you normally do. So you might go two or three days remembering to be grateful, and then one thing happens and you move into that angry place again.
1: You know, (laughs) one thing happens and you say, oh, see, the bad
0: things always happen to me. And your language changes and you start doing the things that you did before. You have to remember to stay, you have to create a habit of staying away from those gates. Okay? We made a habit of hanging out at the gate. We have to make a habit of staying away from those gates.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Uh, and the devil has the gate, too. Um, oh. I just wanted to yeah. bring out to people that the devil has a gate, too. And you can actually yeah. go to that gate, you know, the Javrera's prayers sure. to, you know, keep me out of the arena of the enemy. I mean, you have to just say, keep me away from the devil, period. Christ. Yes. Just keep me away yes. from him. No. You, know? you
0: know, the image that I'm getting is, you know, um, Eve, Eve in the Garden of Eden, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, she was over... In the area where the devil was and he was speaking to her. See, so she had mm-hmm. to be in a specific location for that to happen. And then she entertained right, exactly. his conversation. And that's yep. where, she, where she she went wrong, that's, entertaining the conversation it. of the enemy. You know, don't go over to his camp because you're not supposed to be eating off that tree anyway.
1: Right. right.
0: And, you know, so why what are you over there for? And then you mm-hmm. entertain his conversation on top of it. Okay? So... Here's the thing: When you know something isn't good for you, stay away from it. You know, Did in you the Bible, it's it talks about the um, man at the gate called beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. This is what Amen. Um, this is, this, is mm-hmm. this the man at the gate called beautiful, and his friends brought him. He was paralyzed. His friends brought him there every day in order uh, in order for him to beg for money. Okay, but he mm-hmm. went to that same gate every single day. Same gate. He went to the same place. Okay. There's another story in the Bible about the man at the pool of Bethesda,
1: and he was there Mm -hmm.
0: every day, along with all the other Mm -hmm. people who were lame and something was wrong with them, who were in need of a healing. They needed something. Both of these men needed something from someone else for their survival. And this man who was at the pool of Bethesda was also brought there by his friends. He was brought to the same place, the very Mm -hmm. same place, okay? Okay. Now what's interesting is that when I was reading about the Pool of Bethesda, it had two that the, the Pool of Bethesda was called two different things. It was called the House of Mercy and also the House of Shame and mm. and, and disgrace.
1: Mm-hmm. And and think
0: about it because it was a place where you could receive mercy but at the same time it was a place of shame and disgrace. Now mm-hmm. the same thing mm-hmm. is true of the gate called beautiful.
1: Mhm.
0: It was a, it was a place that's of shame God. because he was at the gate because he was not whole and he was begging for mm-hmm. help. But also at the same time, a place of mercy because people would give him alms and that's what what helped yeah. him survive in life. But there was more. There was more available to him. Mm-hmm. Now in both mm-hmm. of the, in the of these stories, here's what's true about these men, and what I want you to to think about is. How do you identify with this, okay? These men accepted their ailment. They had friends that accepted their ailment. They accepted um, that what was going on with them was their normal, everyday life, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they believe this about them. They, they, I'm paralyzed. I'm going there every day. I'm going to be here. I'm going to hope that someone helps me out, and, and I'm going to come back again tomorrow for the same thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. But what happened with these men was also the same. At some point, they had an encounter that forced them to change their mind. And in the midst of that encounter, they were told to rise up and walk. And their right. obedience showed them their true wealth because they actually mm-hmm. did Rise up and walk. They, the, the one man they said was lame from birth. He had never risen and walked before.
1: <laughs> but
0: something within him said, you know what? I'm going to choose to believe this better thing because I yes. already know what it's like to believe this bad thing. Right? Yes. There, there's yes. a story in the Old Testament, Testament about the lepers. Same thing. they like, go we can sit here and that. die. Yeah.
1: Okay? So we so can we just sit here and, and we can
0: die. die. We could go ahead over oh, into that camp and see what happens.
1: Yeah, this is and, what God is saying people, to you.
0: For those yeah. of you who want to go, those of you who believe in this, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You can sit in the place where you are. You can sit there, and you can remain there, and you can decide, you know what? I understand this devil. I know this devil. I'm comfortable with this devil. I know how much this devil can and will hurt me, and I've survived it. I don't like it, but at least I know it and understand it. Or you can say, you mm-hmm. know what, I'm sorry. I, I, I was created for more than this. I believe the greater of God. I know that he has more, for me, more in mind for me than this. Exactly. God is telling me to exactly. rise up and walk. He's telling me that it's time mm-hmm. for me to go and move forward. He's telling me to mm-hmm. believe his height and to take a few steps in the right direction. And so I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going. I'm going to have some progress. I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to ignite a fire within me that's going to cause a chain reaction so that not only am I going to be changed, my situation is going to be changed, but everything around me and every person around me that encounters me is also going to be changed because I'm going to give them something new. I'm going to give them a Mm -hmm. new anointing. I'm going to give them a new feeling, a new way of expressing themselves. I'm going to give them something new to believe on. They're going to look at me, and they're going to know that God is real and that God lives because they've seen me in my despair. They've seen me in my depression. They've seen me in my bad place, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I'm not there anymore. And the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, the place of my Mm -hmm. mindset is completely different than it's ever been before. Imagine if you chose to do that Mm -hmm. instead of just remaining same old, same old. People say, better the devil I know than the one that I don't. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. Because every devil you encounter is already defeated. So you may Mm -hmm. as well go ahead and meet a new one. You may Mm -hmm. as well go ahead and step out into the greatness that God has in mind. You may as well separate yourself from the belief system that you have that is causing you to not make great strides forward in the Lord. You may as well let go of that because God's got right. you covered. He's right. got you covered. You either believe that or you don't believe it. Amen?
1: hmm Amen. Yes. What time is it? We are at
0: 426. <laughs> I could say probably one more thing.
1: Oh, one that
0: more thing. This, this this was really... um. This was something that I was just like, oh, I need everyone to know this. When you talk about the people at the Pool of Bethesda, and you talk about the person at the gate, beautiful, you have to remember, the Bible talks about that one man at the gate, beautiful, but there were many gates and there were many people at these gates. Okay? They always would put the people who needed help at the gates because it's kind of like putting them on Broad Street or Main Street in your city. A lot of traffic is going to go through there and they're going to get help. Okay? Now, there are, there are those people who brought them to these places, but then there are, there are those who had different kinds of friends that brought them to different kinds of places, all right? There was a time in my life mm-hmm. where I coined myself an anointing chaser because anywhere okay. that the anointing was going to be active in the room, I wanted to be there, and I would travel <laughs> to do it. I wanted to see yeah. people healed. I wanted to see people delivered. I believe in, in the action of the Holy Spirit when you get together in a group. You know, you can, the Holy Spirit is everywhere, but the Holy Spirit does mm-hmm. not act the same way in every situation with every group of no. people. And so I wanted no. to be wherever the anointing was, operating very strongly in the belief of what God could do, which is over the top. And in the Bible it will tell you the story of a man who was paralyzed and in his bed, and, went, and his friends brought him to see Jesus, and it was crowded and they couldn't get him in the door. And what did they do? They climbed on top of the roof and broke open the Lord roof and got that. their friend in there. They, they literally yeah, took the roof off that. the place to get his friend yeah. in there. That is, yeah. I'm talking about having the right kind of friends and being in the right kind what? of places. Some some of you have to get rid of the friends that you have, the friends who aren't going to believe the way you're believing, the friends who are not Mm -hmm. going to travel with you to the places where the anointing is going to grab you, the friends who, you know, you want to be with friends who are going to travel with you into this place of greatness. I'm going to tell you that that part is not going to be easy.
1: We got 90 seconds. So I I want to, yeah. I'm
0: I'm going to tell you that that part is not going to be easy. But that mm-hmm. part is necessary. Sometimes you got to mm-hmm. leave those people who aren't going to really be a help. Leave them alone mm-hmm. and keep on moving forward and keep praying for mm-hmm. them. And hopefully you might be able to catch them somewhere else on the other side of this because someone has come that they decided to follow. Amen?
1: Exactly. And, amen. And I just have to tell people it falls down to me throwing Jonah off your boat. We yes. all have boats. Jonah brought vicious storms and, and, and all kind of drama to this boat that he was on until the point they had to throw him off to save themselves. Yes,
0: they did.
1: Yes, so they did. So that's what you're talking about. Sometimes you need to change your friends.
0: Sometimes you do. Sometimes you need and get you to Get yourself to your the friends. right place at the right time.
1: Exactly, exactly. And God will lead you to these people. And, um, well, this has been great. Next month, the the second thir- Wednesday of next month, you'll be back on at 7 o'clock. Uh, look out for any announcements if that change. I want to thank you again for the beautiful word that you gave us. It blessed and enriched us. And I'm going to roll out of here like Thanks, we always God. do with how great our, our art. And we will definitely see you next month.
0: Amen. God All right. bless you, you bless my sister.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.